This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. Let's take a big breath together and begin. I want you to try to remember something wonderful that happened to you recently. Maybe you went to someone's wedding, or maybe you had a wonderful night out, or maybe you just had some cozy time on the couch with your honey or your puppy dog. Put yourself in that space right now and just breathe and remember something happy and comfortable. And if you can't find a recent memory, just visualize yourself doing the thing you love to do. Sleeping, relaxing, feeding your chickens, whatever it may be. Picture that beautiful picture and breathe into the feeling of it. Breathe into the feeling of remembering A wonderful feeling, a wonderful instance, a wonderful time in your life. And let's just bring that energy into the room, into your space. Just put that wonderful energy all around you. And just smile and breathe and feel the good thing. Our guest today is Brett Cotter. His website is stressisgone.com. He's an author, and he's a therapist, and what he's here to teach us today is, for yourselves, the time is always right now. If you're worrying about future events, or you're reliving past negative events, your cells are reacting to that as if it was here now. Just like our cells, we're reacting to the image we brought to mind moments ago that happy, feel-good thing. Your chemistry is always reacting to your thoughts. And thoughts are powerful things. In fact, a single thought that maybe you had as a child can create a repetitive pattern for the rest of your life until you do the work to recognize the pattern and then find the thought or the occasion or the repeated occasions that created it. Brett can help. In fact, he's going to take us through a very beautiful, peaceful exercise in just a few minutes. And he has a very special retreat coming up for women. More on that on the way. Who is Brett Cotter? I'm just a guy from Queens. was born and raised by my mother, Arlene, along with my brother, John, and went to college at SUNY Albany. A year after college, I was working in Manhattan, and that company had relocated me to California. So I was living in Southern California, and I started to get into things like meditation. And when I did, I realized I had a big problem with a pattern around my relationships with women, and it was jealousy. Soon thereafter, I got really lucky. I got connected with an amazing healer in Sedona, Arizona. And after sitting down with that man for 90 minutes, jealousy never ruined another relationship in my life. Now, what happened in that session was very profound for me. Within five minutes in talking with this man, the original traumatic memory that was at the source of the jealousy came to the surface. And when that happened, I felt all the jealousy start to unlock and release from my body. Underneath that started to release the anger and rage. 
Underneath that was the sadness, and the final layer to unlock and release in that session was the fear of abandonment. And the memory was when I was five years old, watching my mother and father argue the exact same way I argued with all of my relationships from age 15 to 27. And from that moment, we broke the cycle of that repeating stress in my life, and that's how I got started in this work. Do you think everybody has repeating stress in their life? Yes, or at least the people that I know and work with. Sometimes we don't realize the pattern or the cycle, but when you start to dive into it, you start to realize, hey, yeah, I felt that way when I was in my 20s, and I felt that way in high school sometimes, and it's like a feeling, like an emotional feeling that you kind of have for most of your life and could be in your gut, in your solar plexus, or your heart. Do you have to be in some sort of a special state to access this memory? Yeah, so I developed a technique. It's an intuitive line of questions that we start. I ask about, in the beginning of the session, what is their biggest trigger, right? Is it their spouse, their kids, their job, their finances? Is it personal health? God forbid that they lose a loved one. What is that big trigger in their present life? I call that routine stress. Then I start to ask them, what is the worst case scenario of that situation? And then I ask them, what is the deepest fear about that worst case scenario? When they answer those questions, we unearth a core fear from the depths of the subconscious. And once it's on the table, when that core fear is on the table, then I have them think back to the household they grew up in, and we just flash through the faces of the people that were around them, and then they see which person in their family of origin this fear might have been related to and that's how we kind of do what's called like a float back and we do that usually in like five minutes and then we hunt that person down and we smack (laughs) the heck out of him (laughs) (laughs) that's what we would love to do that's what the fight or flight wants to do (laughs) you know i i say it i tell a joke to the people in the retreat right before we get started i say your fight or flight is going to get triggered but you can't hit the moneymaker you can't you can't punch me in the face. This is all I got. <laughs> but, and then I usually say, if if you could sit through the stress and sit and stay in the retreat when that big trigger comes up, the stress is going to leave you. If you leave the retreat and take a break outside while you're triggered, the stress stays with you. So luckily, everyone for the last number of years always sits through it, and we let that stress wiggle off. And once the core fear is on the table, I am a clairaudient empath. What that means is when that core fear is on the table, I could feel it in your body. I'm feeling what you're feeling, but I'm not wrapped up in the emotion. What I'm doing with the clairaudient component of my healing work is I'm listening. I'm being guided to tell you exactly how to break through and unlock and release the pain from the memory and from your body, just like that happened for me in 1999 in that original session. And you do this at retreats? Yeah, so we do this at retreats. Um, I've been doing retreats at the Himalayan Institute, Omega. We have some coming up at Kripalu and a few other places, uh, the Tibet House in New York City. Um, Yeah, but I've been doing retreats since 2001. Now, on these retreats, do I have to go through this process in front of other people? What's that like? That is a great question. So that's typically the thing that everyone's most afraid about, right? Um, Because we have people coming in that are really more introverted um, than some people are more extroverted. The thing that binds us all together and connects us and gels the group really beautifully is that people start to realize 
we all have similar pains. Now, the triggers are all different, but the pain that we have is so similar inside. And what happens is when I start working with one person in the group, other people with similar pain start releasing their stress. Like It's almost like watching popcorn pop, right? Mm -hmm. So pain just starts leaving the body. Um, From across the room, diagonally, it just starts happening. Um, And it's just a really beautiful moment because the transformative energy we're working with is unconditional self-love and we call that in to love the pain and that's when the pain unlocks and releases from the body right we're talking to brett cotter and he has a book called three keys to managing ptsd he also has upcoming retreats to help you with blocked emotions or long-held limiting beliefs that are just so deep down in your core yes in the retreat It's different from the one-on-one coaching sessions that I have with people. I do them with folks all over the world via phone. And when it's one-on-one with somebody, they're laying down in their bed with earbuds, and we are spending an hour going deep, releasing the most painful memories of their lives from the old trapped emotions and from the memory. So you actually feel this tension leave your body, and it opens up new space in your heart, usually your solar plexus and your stomach, wherever you are storing tension. In the retreat, we're doing that together as a group. And the most amazing thing is even on the first night, people gel and they connect so much because the folks in the retreat start learning more about each other than anyone else in their lives may know about them. And, you know, we have a 25 person group chat on WhatsApp from one of the retreats in our in the, this past summer. So people are always just staying in touch and supporting each other in their good days, their bad days, and the group is just really you know, supportive and loving like that. Right. I could see that happening. I could see that you're on retreat with strangers and they ultimately, in in a matter of hours, find out more about you than your closest friends and even your family really knows, yeah. right? Why yeah. do we hold on to these beliefs, these, these things that imprint us so deeply in childhood? Why can't we just grow up and say, oh, gee, I see where I got that crazy limited belief, this crazy trigger, I can let that go now. Why doesn't that happen very often? Great question. So that really goes down to the structure of our mind, because the way this works is the core traumas we experience in our formative years, and this might be a traumatic event, or it could be something like we wanted more love from our father growing up or our mother, that creates like an emotional block, and then we store it subconsciously so that we could move forward in life and we don't get paralyzed by that pain. So it stores deep in the subconscious and we don't think about it until we are in a situation that reminds us of that um, original traumatic pain. So that's why it's like a joke. Sometimes I say that, you know, I'm duking it out with my mother through my wife. Right. Ah. So, so those patterns repeat because the pain gets stored so deep subconsciously, the mind does not want it to come to the forefront because that will keep us from doing what we have to do in our everyday lives to survive. So it's almost like a survival mechanism. But the problem is we have the planet so kind of like populated, we're having so much trauma that that closet that was normally storing our pain 
the hinges have burst off the door, the door is open, and the trauma is just flying out. And that's why we have like problems with generalized anxiety. That's just because of all the stress that's built up. So most people come to me um, when some kind of tragedy has happened or when they just have out-of-control anxiety, that they don't know where it's coming from, why it's happening. But pretty quickly, within a few minutes, we figure out the source, and then we unlock and release it. And I bet some people do know the source of their anxiety, yes? Oh, yeah. So a lot of people will come to me, let's say, people that are having issues with a relationship pattern, right? Let's say they're trying to um, attract a relationship with a compatible soulmate, but they keep on having the same relationship pattern over and over again. So a lot of people will come to me and say, I'm having this pattern. I know I have an issue with my father. I just been, haven't been able to, to heal it. You know, I, I've been in therapy for 10 years. I'm still having the same issue. When I think about this childhood experience or, you know, like my parents growing up, I get into a full-on stress reaction, and that's a really big key. If there's a traumatic memory that you have and you think about it and your body goes into an emotional stress reaction, that means it's unresolved and it's still going to trigger more stress in your life. Right. And your brain doesn't differentiate between the past and the present. So all those stress hormones get released in even in the remembering of it, right? That's right. So the brain doesn't know, or let's say your body doesn't know what is imagined versus what's happening in reality. And it also doesn't know the difference between past, present, and future. That's why if you're worrying about the future, your body goes into a tizzy, into a major stress reaction because it thinks it's happening right now. Everything is right now for your cells. So that's very important to understand that. Everything is right now for your cells. Yes. And that's even why if you're watching a scary movie, why your body will jump in the scary parts. Your brain knows you're watching a movie, but your cells don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Got it. We use that to our advantage, right? So when we go back into that original traumatic memory, I usually have people close their eyes. So they actually get into the memory, just like I was in that session in 1999 with my parents and that original memory. We get back in there and then we reclaim our power. Now, the memories in the cells, they don't know the difference. They just know that that memory is totally changing and the experience is changing. So what I like to say is you can't change a past event in history, but you sure can change the emotional imprint on the memory. It's very important to understand that. We're talking to Brett Cotter, author and founder of Stress Is Gone, stressisgone.com and stressisgone.org. Can you give uh, the folks listening maybe some tips and tools for when they experience stressful things? Yeah. So the easiest tool to use, it's like our core method. Um, We got it certified by the American Institute of Stress in 2012. It's called Stress Stopper Breathwork, and I like to bring you through a few repetitions of it right now. So anytime you're stressed out, this three-step process works great. You just touch the tension. For me, that's usually my heart or my solar plexus. The next step is start breathing deeply and slowly, and you could visualize the airflow moving through the tension. And the third step is once per breath, silently say, I'm okay. So let's just do three breaths together now. So you put one hand on your heart or wherever you're feeling tension. Breathe deep and slow. Really feeling the airflow get into the tension. And then once per breath, you say, I'm okay. 
silently in the back of your mind. Breathe in nice and deep. I'm okay. Now starting to let the tension unlock and release. Taking in our last breath, deep and slow. I'm okay. And you repeat that process until all the tension melts away. Usually it takes about 20 repetitions, and that was just three. Wow. But you could imagine, you could imagine after 20 what your body feels like. Wow, wow, wow. Brett Cotter, wonderful. Now you are hosting a very special women's trauma recovery retreat. What can you tell us about that? This is a super special event. It's at the Himalayan Institute, which is about an hour and a half west of the Hudson Valley uh, into Pennsylvania. It's on 400 beautiful acres in the heart of the Poconos. And this is our first women's-only retreat. In all my retreats, I would say it's about 70% women. And this one starts on February 9th, and it goes to Valentine's Day. One of the other reasons which makes it very special is that you could also attend just for the weekend if you, don't want to, if you can't get off of work to go for the whole five days. The retreat is a balance of all this emotional healing work that we're talking about, right? We're releasing tons of old emotional pain, but to keep it light, we use meditation, movement, and the real fun part is we use music and dance. For example, the first night on Friday night, February 9th, is a Stevie Nicks night. We start out playing an ambient version of one of her songs, then it goes to an acoustic version, then it goes to the original, and then it goes into like a house dance version. And it's not as easy as everyone to just cut loose and be in a dance party. So we have some of it is lead. So sometimes in that dance party, we are skipping, spinning, swing dancing. And what it does is when we release all the emotion in the tough work, we start to embody joy and our own sweetness in the dance sessions. And it is a true, beautiful, amazing transformation. Wow. We start to embody joy. Yeah. That sounds like good work. Brett Cotter, this is so great. Stressisgone.com. Stressisgone.org. And a women's trauma recovery retreat coming up in February. What else do our listeners need to know? We have a lot of great tools. If you can't make the retreat, I do one-on-one coaching over the phone. Uh, We have a membership where my wife and I teach five days a week in there. We're teaching meditation, movement every day. We have a free live training every Wednesday night at six um, in our private uh, Stress is Gone Facebook group. And I'm also certifying Stress is Gone trauma recovery coaches, suicide prevention specialists, and meditation teachers. So a lot of good stuff going on with Stress is Gone. That's Brett Cotter. His website is stressisgone.com, where I just signed up for the three keys to break free from anxiety. It's like a little mini session with Brett. And the first key is the stress stopper breath work that we did together, where you place one hand where you feel the tension and you breathe deeply and slowly. And once per breath, silently say, I'm okay. Brett says, practice this for five minutes before going to bed or first thing in the morning. And over time, it will help you feel more calm and balanced and also give you the muscle memory to access the technique whenever you feel stress or anxious. And that's one thing I've been dealing with myself recently. You know, when you're stressed, when you're triggered by something traumatic and your brain goes into fight, flight, freeze, fawn or submit, when stress 
triggers you and you're in that reactive mode, you lose your ability to make good decisions because you're not thinking from your prefrontal cortex where you make executive decisions. So it's so important to be able to calm yourself down and get out of that triggered space and find your center again. The second key is expressing and releasing the fears that are fueling your anxiety, and you have to download the worksheet for that. Oh, I love a good worksheet. And the third key is to automate relief, and that directs you to the Stress Is Gone app. Brett Cotter, stressisgone.com. Check him out. And now I would like to take a moment to laugh at myself for riffing on the prefrontal cortex. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I think what I said was fairly factual, but I went and looked this up. The prefrontal cortex contributes to a wide variety of executive functions, including focusing one's attention, predicting the consequences of one's actions, anticipating events in the environment, impulse control, and managing emotional reactions. This from goodtherapy.org. All I know is I had a few times this week where I was triggered and I couldn't think. I mean, I could not think. So that's when it's good to put your hand on your heart and breathe deeply and say, I'm okay, I'm okay. (sighs) Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for listening to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show. I got things coming up. February 10th, the Valentine shopping event. During the day, it's like a big holiday market filled with chocolate and gifts for you and your Valentine. And then later that night, we're having a dance. It's called Let It Shine, Valentine. Everybody is welcome to come dance and have a good time. And then February 23rd through the 25th, it is the Shine On Women's Retreat. It's a weekend, an empowering weekend, and it's all about self-care. We're going to take that Saturday of the weekend retreat and have like a mini fair where you just go from station to station enjoying wonderful treatments in reflexology, cranial sacral therapy, Reiki, all free, all part of the weekend. You can find out more at caseysplace.com. That's caseysplace.com and catch all the recent podcasts there too. So our thought for the day is from Albert Einstein. By the way, did you see the movie Oppenheimer? I thought that actor played a great Einstein. He's a Scottish actor. His name is Tom Conti. Tommaso Antonio Conti. That sounds Italian, but he was born in Scotland. I have to admit, I didn't watch the entire movie Oppenheimer. It was just too intense. Too sadly intense for me. I did watch all of Ferrari with Adam Driver. He plays a good Italian, that Adam Driver. I couldn't believe that film didn't get any Oscar nominations. I think Adam Driver should always get an Oscar nomination, no matter what he does. (laughs) And I thought Penelope Cruz deserves something for playing Laura Ferrari so beautifully. But speaking of actors, I saw on Facebook that Cynthia Nixon of Sex and the City, she was Miranda, she's also Aunt Ada on The Gilded Age on HBO, she was shopping in Cold Spring. Last weekend, she went into Tim's shop, Archipelago. Isn't that fun? But I digress. Anyway, this quote is for people who have been feeling the winter blues. I've just been standing still a lot lately. But Albert Einstein says, Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Here's to moving. Shine on. 
You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on. Shine On.